All the other religions which followed you. Which, in other words, they, they used Judaism as their model. Because I was talking about Christianity and Islam. They, were, they admitted the MS. They didn't deny it. Therefore, they also value in Yerushalayim. But every, it's considered the holy city for all the religions. Why? They got it from us. That's what uh, the Muslims say. That that was the Ki'ilu. Muhammad, when he went up to heaven, he went up to Yerushalayim. That was the way that Nevi'im got up to, to the gates of the heavens. That, again, that was what Muhammad claimed. That's the way he went up to heaven, to Yerushalayim. That's why they took down the rock and they yeah. whatever they That's why they made the thing there because they feel that was a place which was early to Islam because they claim that's a place where people get to go from. The Makkah Muhammad a place where people are going to be judged. That's the Christians believe. Therefore, all the souls of people gather there. And therefore, they, they, they going claim that the, the value of the place after they concede, everything is written in the Torah. In other words, the mind of the obvious, the fact that Hashem created the world, that was the marble, that Hashem chose the Israel, the Israel will bring there to Israel, they built the best of Mikdash there. And therefore, what, what are you trying to say? They're trying to say is that the Kazari said, the Chachim said in the previous paragraph, that Kedusha isn't apparent. It's not something which a person can sense in society without the work, without a Kedush Baruch Hu, uh, showing people where the Kedusha is. And therefore, the fact that we know that the Kedusha is in the best of Mikdash was something which needed Naveen to tell us. Shakayach. It was something which needed Naveen to tell us. And therefore, once we had Nevoah, then we have the Makar that that's Mokhim Kaddish. And that's what Gazari says. It's not true. We should have decided to everybody. They all claim it was a place of, of spirituality, a place of prophecy, a place of uh, where the, the souls of people gather, again, quite all the different religions. And then as they accept what the Torah said is true, but they claim it as well. And if that's the case, so it's not like Kilo only one of the Octavius, really saying, can show you that Mishnah is Kaddish. Everybody accepts that. In other words, the king's question was based on the fact that Kilo. That they know their own. like also accepted that from their own information or their own understanding, and that's the case. You see, it wasn't something which needed specifically prophecy to, of Kaisal to tell. And it's pretty much what we're going to see in detail. What the Chavah's answer is going to be, and that's not true. They didn't understand it on their own. They just took it from us. And if we say it's Kaisal, they say it's Kaisal. And before we go into the details of his answer, he's talking about the other high rise. And before we go into the details of his answer. You just see how free that is, because if you look at the places, for example, which uh, around Israel, which the Arabs considered important, most of them had absolutely nothing to do with their religion or their or their ancestry or anything. For example, they made a mosque by Kavish Mulanavi. Yeah, by All these things. It has nothing to do with their tradition. It has nothing to do with anything of theirs. The only reason they consider it important is because the Jews consider it important, so then they think they have to take it as well. But there's zero significance to them. It's not part of what they believe in at all. They don't even have the names of the people. And therefore you see from there that it's just like, you know, what they saw that we had, so then they wanted to take too. Not based on any 
connection to the place or or shaykhs to the, 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 the person or anything like that. And then that's what the Chavah is going to say here too. And therefore he says, Amnam, Amr Chavah, Nasi Dalef, Ayisim Adamu, Ayisim Levnei Adam, Ashalakim, Rukol, Tiladus, Hamitras, Ach Shavashem. I will compare them, the different Nusrahs are exactly what the Lashon he said was, but basically, I will compare them to people who never got all the details of the Mitras, just the idea. And therefore, they got the idea from us of a fact of that there's one God. They got the idea from us that you can dive into a God. They got the idea from us that there's an intangible God. Basically, everything which is a principle in the other religions comes from us. Except they didn't get the Pratyam, they didn't get what to do. But the ideas of what a religion is meant to be, it all got taken from us. Except, they're not even good about that. Because, what they do, contradicts uh, their, part, their, their theory or the, what they claim, their theology, what they claim to believe. And therefore the cover that they give to places where they say be their religion was holy really were places of idolatry. In which place where the multitudes of that nation used to gather and there was nothing spiritual about the place. That's why they worshipped there. That they just left the previous religions and, and festivals and times, whatever it was. They just changed the form. Well, they the kept date. the pagan religion. Right. And which means, They might have destroyed the religion, but they didn't destroy the practice. And that's what he's referring to both by Christianity and by Islam. Because we see this by both of them. Obviously, the Kazari isn't going to go into too much detail. He just tells the rule. But we can refer to what he's referring to. That is, Christianity was built on the pagan Roman religions. The Roman Empire started off as a, as a religion which worshipped uh, idolatry. At a certain cha- tra- stage, in the time of the Emperor Constantine, for whatever reason, they, he moved the state religion to be Christianity. But even though Christianity as a religion... Really, it was basically a parody of Yiddishkeit. The early Christians were all Jews, and they learned the principles of Yiddishkeit, and they just tried to convert them into something different. But the religion which Christianity began, became wasn't based on the model of what Christianity was meant to be. It's much more based on the model of the pagan religion of Rome. And uh, just, like it says, they, they changed the name. They changed the names of the gods and the things and everything else, but the religion was very similar. For example, uh, the this imperial city of Rome was the Makkum of Hedazara. It was, they had the, all, even the things like the Colosseum and all the things of Rome were really there to this God, to that God, to Venus, to Jupiter, whatever it was. It was a, it was a pagan city and the, it was a city of idolatry. And because that was the center of idolatry, so when they converted it to a new religion, they left the center of uh, the, in the same place. In other words, there was no reason why Christianity connected to Rome. Bichla. Yashka never went to Rome. None of his students ever went to Rome. None of them ever saw Rome. They were all in Eretz So what made Rome the center of the religion? It just usurped the center of the pagan religion, which was there before them. The, the Temple of Jupiter. Uh, and uh, the same thing when it came to their festivals. When it came to their festivals, now we know from the Gemara of Eretz the festivals of the Roman calendar was eight days in the, by the winter solstice which basically is from 25th December until the 2nd of January. 
And therefore Christianity just took the same period and made it their festival. It was a pagan festival. It was the midwinter festival. And even even without the Gemara, in all the accounts of the pagan nations, at midwinter was always a certain cult, a certain festival that they used to have. What is that? Like Rashi says that, that Adam did it Right, right, exactly. Yes. It talks about the names of the, of the festivals of the Romans. So it didn't change very much. They kept the practices the same, they kept the place the same, they kept the festivals the same. They just changed the they just changed the names. And if you think about it, there's there's no reason in the world why the new new year should start then. It doesn't go by any calendar. If you're going to go by the sun calendar, then start by the beginning of a season, or start by the solstice, or the equinox, something. So some definition of time in terms of the sun. But it's, 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 a, it's a random date based on, like it says, like the Gemara says, eight days after the, the winter solstice, which is when the, when, the, when the pagan festival was. So they caused the beginning of their calendar too. They modeled the Christianity on the pagan religion, which is why Christianity in its earliest form, which was Catholicism, is also built on worshipping statues. It's just instead of a statue of Jupiter, it's a statue of Yashka, but they still worship a, a, a idol, basically. And like the Pope's going to say. Right. And Asher is the tree, and it turned into a cross. Basically, it, it, it was just a, a modernized or adapted form of, of a desire. I'm saying the, 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 the cross of the tree. It's another thing where it came from. I think that was there right from the beginning. Later. But we'll see what the God says. I said about the cross. We'll see what the then that's 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 where Christianity came from. Uh, Islam, also the Arabs nomads around around the Arabian Peninsula before Muhammad came along, were also worshippers of various uh, tribes and tribal religions. And uh, even though Muhammad had learned a certain amount from Jews that he had met about the principle of Yiddishkeit, there also it began as a, something which was meant to copy Yiddishkeit, but then it also became something to appeal to. Uh, to the previous worship of the people there. For example, uh, the Arabs' holy city is Mecca. And in Mecca, they have a huge sort of black rock or whatever it's meant to be, whichever everyone worships. What, what's special about that? Or even in Muhammad's own story, nothing spiritual happened there. Then he got, then he got his Nevoah. No, that was in Yerushalayim. That was in That's what he claimed. He claimed that he was transported to Yerushalayim and from there he went up to heaven to get his Nevoah. Oh, he went up to get his Nevoah? That's what he, that's 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 what he claimed. And where did he get it I from? He, claimed, he gets it from because of the Jews. Neither always came to Jerusalem, nor came from Jerusalem. Which was more believable? If he w- it was something he, he didn't... He, you know, there was a precedent for that. And therefore, they ended with talking about the guy. That's the best of He got the most of the word of like via marriage carpet? No, on a white horse. But if you want to go into the original of the story. Whatever it is, that, uh, that's how he ended up in Jerusalem. And from there, he went up to Jerusalem. So what happened in Mecca? Nothing. No, I mean, yes, uh, it was the first place where he proclaimed his religion, but there was nothing that his spiritual happened there. And what? That was the center of Avodah before that. And the black stone was a place where there was a shrine for whatever the religion was before that. So he just converted it into something else. And so he says that, that the religions which were built on Yiddishkeit, even though they professed to be built on the theology of Yiddishkeit, that there's one God and that the, all the principles that we learned from us, the man said their actions are associated that because when they actually made the practices for the religion, they built that more on the pagan religions which preceded them more than on the more than on the, on the on the content of the Torah, which is why there's so many stereos in both of those religions. There's so many stereos because you're trying to, to bridge two things which don't go together. You can't build a religion which on the one side is built on the principles of the Torah 
And the other side is built on the principles of Avodah Zarah. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, for example, even in, even in Christianity, they accept, well, they accept that you have to worship Hashem, because of the Reformas, and they also hold you to worship Yashka, and then if you're going to turn to Roman Catholicism, that becomes Avodah Zarah, which is a, like an image of a person which you can bear down to. So how do you do both? How do you accept the Torah that God is no form and no image and no anything, and at the same time you have an image which you're bearing down to, it's just a stereo. Is this a serial? Uh, Hashem has a form, he doesn't have a form. You accept the Torah which Hashem has in the form, but you've made a form, you've got down to the form. The Vilnagon says in the Pasuk, and he's the Pasuk who brings Pasuk too, and he says that the Pasuk says, and the goddess of Avarat Hashem Elohim, it's for heaven. And that's what Gondor says, and the Chorus, the Chorus is going to bring up the Pasuk as well. He says, eight is Christianity because they worship the eight, and heaven is Islam because they worship the star. And uh, the current understanding of that is, is that even though they don't claim to be worshipping an eight for heaven, it's just a symbol that they're using, but it came from religions which worship eight for heaven, and therefore they kept the symbols. And that was a symbol of the, the religion beforehand, so they kept something similar. It was like, just, uh, uh, so to speak, an adapted form of paganism. <laughs> Initially, for man, it was a criteria for Remes, and he says it's a Remes to these two religions, which, like we said, the God says as well. Okay, so that, that was the mistake of the other religions. Like I said, that they tried to build a model based on Yiddishkeit, which would also appeal to the people who had been involved in other religions beforehand, and therefore trying to bridge the two, make it similar to the pagan religion that their adherents had previously kept, and at the same time trying to model it on the Torah, which is how it came out the way it came out. Benai says a pretty sharp line of Mustafa's. He says, Vanachnu, Imrei Vayami, over the course of this long time, we, Kai Israel, Mishtavim Adem Bavayinusen. We start to do the same thing. And what does he mean by that? So, there are a number of explanations, which, uh, what, what it could mean. One of them is kind of come later on in the few paragraphs time. So, he says something similar to this. Uh, which talks about, uh, it gives the marshal there, which we'll see, but Hashem, uh, which could be different of Tashal in Iran, but it does say that he means something much more simple. And that is that he means that we also accept the Torah and copy the Goyim. So exactly what they were doing around that is they claim to accept the Torah, but they copied the regions before them. So if we, in principle, accept the Torah, but we act like, you know, we live like, based on the model of the Goyim, so we, we're trying to bridge the same thing. Which is, a, which is a strong point of worship because it's true. And that is, you can't combine the two things. The, the life of Torah has the ideals of Torah. It has the lifestyle of Torah. And to live the lifestyle which, which tries, tries to copy-paste from the non-Jewish world and, and blend that with Torah doesn't work very well. It's not a good mix. You know, therefore, the... The Kukus the, right, the or the or the values of the Goyim, or the Mahalchim of the Goyim, whatever it's going to be. I'll give you one very simple example. One of the winds blowing in the world today, especially in Christ circles, is liberalism. In all its multiple forms. And there are a lot of Jews who've caught up in the, in the mindset or the culture of the time, and therefore they have to be liberal. But how do you work liberalism with Torah? They don't go together. So everyone tries to, whoever is in that camp, tries to graft the two in all kinds of weird ways, but it doesn't work. It, 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 it's not a combination. You can't connect it to the Torah. It doesn't hold liberalism. The Torah so how, do they, how do they do this? Well, liberalism means people can do what they want. Liberalism, how do people 
graph that into Yiddishkeit? So we give you all the all the strange stories which have come out. Oh, just one, just uh, contortions. Sorry. Maybe just one. That uh, the, one example is that of course the Torah is a, is an, is a ideal that people are meant to work on, but for a person who's got is like in some ways is built differently. So of course the Torah is talking to the Rav, not to him. He's an exception. Oh, but the in the same way. Whatever it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's always wrong. It's always wrong, but it's, it's, it's not a question of how they're going to try and explain it. it, it, it the, the shit is wrong. You can't connect the two. It's just like the half deal when it came up with communism. The people that try to combine Torah and communism, and it doesn't work. Communism is atheism. So how are you going to combine with the with to be a Jew with communi- a Jewish communist? It's just it's a stereo. A Jewish liberal is a stereo. And a lot of these other things also. What, what, no, a Jewish conservative is not a stereo. Any, isn't any Jewish uh, Any Jewish idea, 100%. So it doesn't mean, work with Torah. Probably it's more liberalism than conservatism. Or? It's a movement so much. But, it's a, but whatever it's going to be, if it's an anti-terror movement, then it doesn't work with Torah. You can't combine the two. Uh, the principles are wrong, and then the, and the, 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 the result is against what the Torah wants. You, you can't you can't make a new so to speak synthesis of two things which don't combine. That's what you say. According to these Mufashim, they're just like their religions. When they try to combine paganism and terror, it doesn't work. You come in with blatant theories. It's the same thing. When you try to combine whatever other uh, Goyish culture with uh, Yiddishkeit, it doesn't work. I mean, that was one of the things they originally said about uh, Moses Mendelssohn, that reform. That you can learn from you can learn the way to act from the Goyim. You can learn the halacha from the Torah. He says, no, you can't. The Goyish, the Goyish world doesn't work with Torah. And the more you're trying to work with the Goyish, respect and accept and emulate the non-Jewish world, it's not going to work with Torah. It doesn't work with Torah. It's, it's, not, it's, not, a, it's not a bridge you can build. And the concept of Chachma Goyim Tam, and that refers to the science of... Yeah, is knowledge. Knowledge, information, <coughs> that, that they have. Yeah, they can learn. It's not belief. Not belief not We're not aware of life. We're not aware of that. Right. Tyra, Moira... Right. The Torah gives us a way of life. We Torah begayim al Yes, and we don't we don't try and mix it with anything because otherwise we're also going to we're going to falsify what we do. We're going to falsify the Torah. So say capitalism. Is that is that compatible? Well, I think it is. Sounds strange because they're so used to the Goyish world. How is a democracy not? They're so used to the Goyish world that they think that's the right. And if you only accept Torah, you have to go together. And therefore, of course, uh, we 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 reared in the Western world on the principles of equality and democracy, and uh, these things. And they don't exist in the Torah. Let's be honest, they don't exist. No one chose the king by vote. No one chose the king Godel by vote. These one positions. No one chose the Navi by vote. No one cared about what people wanted. Hashem chose who he wanted to lead, and that's who led. And not everybody is created equal. Uh, only a Ben David could be a king, and only a Ben Aaron could be a Kohen, and only a Kosher Jew could be part of the Sanhedrin, and it's just too bad. That's the way the Torah sets the system. And even though today, what do you mean? People aren't all equal? What do you mean? Some people have more rights than others? Yes, that's the way it was. And if we can't choose our own leaders, and we don't have the same votes as everybody else, that's the way it is. Yes, the Torah doesn't work with democracy. The Torah doesn't work with democracy. And to try and synthesize the two things is corrupting one of them. It's not the Torah. It's not the Torah. We don't we don't see the way the Kaisal built the, the society was built in democracy. On, not not on the on the political part of democracy, but not on the shit of democracy. The shit of democracy is all men are equal. Each man is one vote and therefore it's uh, people can can are leaders of their own destiny. That's not true. Not everybody is equal. People don't determine their destiny. How could the decides leaders and there's nothing more to talk about? But it doesn't mean that we necessarily feel that for 
a Gaisha country democracy is not an ideal way for okay, not, government. They're not banned by Torah. They're not banned by Torah. But we're not going to accept that as a Torah value. And we're not going to try and make the two things work together. And now let's talk about not just a political system. I'm going to talk about a money system. Is capitalism a Torah value? No, it's not. Also not. And then again, everyone is, grows up in a capitalist kind of thing. That's the ideal, the, the best way to... To run an economy. Was and capitalism exactly? It's definitely much more successful than communism or socialism was. Capitalism means that it's a free market, everybody's free to make as much money as they want. There's no restrictions on a person's opportunity to do what he wants to do. And therefore, that's a society which is built on capitalism. Well, does it totally accept capitalism? For sure not. For sure. And again, this sounds very great on American ears where your capitalism is like the the idol of America, which is true, it is, but it's not the Torah value. It's not the Torah value. For example, based on the rules of capitalism, there's absolutely nothing wrong with us like a school. If anything, it's commendable. If someone has a job and you can a business and you can open up next door and undercut his market and bring down the price of the consumer, with capitalist principles, that's the best thing to do. Yeah. It creates a, it creates competition. competition. You you generating more economy. You you stimulating the market. Yeah. So like a school. What's the problem? And I'll pay capitalism. There's absolutely no reason to try and to lend money to a competitor who's who's falling. It's the stupidest thing to do. If you if if he crashes, you'll get more of the market share. And therefore, the Torah's dinner of halva to somebody who needs a loan. It works completely against capitalism. Why well, don't I want to keep a competitor in the business? And just some examples, I'll give you lots more. Lots more. The, the, the model of capitalism isn't the model of the terrorist common system. It's not the model of the terrorist common system. And it doesn't mean it doesn't work in the world. Maybe it does. But to say that that's a terror value, that we try and synthesize with the terror, no, it's not a terror value. The terror describes what it wants. The terror system is something much more like a, a system of mutual support. We don't really have a model like that in the world right now. But it's a system that... Because nobody feels for each other. Don't yeah, yeah, nobody each really other. care about But it's a system where ever, it's built that everybody has to try and make sure that everybody else is okay. It's not communism because you still have personal property and personal ability to do things, but you have a responsibility for everybody else also. Capitalism doesn't have it. On the contrary, like I said, it's a cutthroat market. Oh, you, you, you just, you know, you, whoever you can bring down and dug out of a game, that's the way to do it. And socialism... Socialism is not a terror value. What socialism is that? Socialism is that basically the state runs everything, and uh, it, it gives a certain amount, but you have to work for the state. Is that communism? No, communism is no personal ownership. It's a, it's a higher form of, of the person is nothing. Basically, communism makes everybody slaves. You, you, you have to work, you get nothing back for your work, except for the, your requirements, wherever they are. But it's okay. It's not a model that terror ever expected, it doesn't work. People want, don't want to work in right. It doesn't work. It never works. Uh, socialism could have worked if it, was, if it would have been done right, maybe. But then again, it's also not a Torah value. The Torah doesn't give uh, like money Central. authority to the central authority. Everybody is responsible for themselves. And, but everyone is responsible for each other also. Right. The Torah's idea is everyone gets an Akhara, and everyone therefore can, uh, can you know, breed their own uh, crops or plant their own crops or make their own money, whatever there is. But you have a responsibility to look after each other. It's a new model. It's not a model the world has right now. But that's okay. Can't. That's okay. Never, it's never going to get there, right? Uh, well, not the way that the Goyish world thinks. Right. It might be the most successful model. That's not the point. The point is that you can't synthesize uh, what, the, what the Goyish world's uh, value system with Torah. 
as this is, when we try to do that, we come up with the same aberration as Christianity or uh, Islam or anything else. We try to make that uh, that connection.